Are you experiencing pain or grief? You're not alone. Jesus knew what it was like to pray, cry, and feel overwhelmed by what was happening. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. As a parent, you fully believe or might even say, I would give my life for my children. And I do think that for many of us, that's true. We would happily sacrifice ourselves if it meant saving our kids. But the reality is, there's not too many opportunities for us to lay down our lives. What is truly needed is to live for our children. The day in, day out. Not just the one big gesture, but the million little things that come with life. That's the transformative effect that we can have on kids and other people. How do we live our lives? The big heroic sacrifice ideally is nice, but far more impactful is the way you serve others around you on a daily basis. We recognize continually the monumental sacrifice of Christ, and rightfully so. His death and resurrection purchased our salvation and freedom of sin. It is everything. He endured the cross so that we could enjoy a rich and satisfying life. Jesus is worthy of all of our praise and worship. But I think sometimes we forget Christ lived for us as well. Jesus, who was fully God and fully man, experienced every part of life to not only be the perfect sacrifice, but to fully empathize, understand, and serve us, his creation. It's an act of self-sacrifice and love that makes my eyes fill with tears. He didn't have to do any of that. But to better understand you, serve you, and love you, Jesus lived for you. A humble, poor life of continual service and sacrifice. He should have been welcomed into this world a king, the ruler of the universe, all glory and honor laid at his feet. Instead, he was born in a barn, wrapped in scrap cloth, and slept in a food trough for animals. Every knee should have bowed in his presence, and yet he served and submitted to his parents, and he got along with his brothers. And even when he finally entered into his earthly ministry, he didn't glorify himself. He didn't rely on his God powers and abilities. He operated in his humanity and faith to God the Father. Jesus knew what it was like to live like you and me. And although he could have changed his circumstances in a moment, he didn't. So know that when you pray to Jesus... He fully understands what you are going through. When you experience loss, frustration, pain, and agony, Jesus can minister to you like no other because he experienced the same things. But because he is fully God, he wants to minister to you like no other. Jesus poured out his life for you, not just one big moment, but with an entire lifetime. Hebrews chapter 5 explores this idea, and I believe it's such a powerful one that has the ability to deepen our faith and relationship with Christ. The instruction is to the people of the Jewish faith. Their connection to God was always controlled by a person, a priest. Verse 1 explains, Every high priest is a man chosen to represent other people in their dealings with God. He presents their gifts to God and offers sacrifices for their sins. And he is able to deal gently with ignorant and wayward people because he himself is subject to the same weaknesses. That is why he must offer sacrifices for his own sins as well as theirs. And no one can become a high priest simply because he wants such an honor. He must be called by God for this work just as Aaron was. 
So the foundation is laid for what it means to be a priest, the type of person needed to connect us with God. When verse 2 says, deal gently, it carries the idea of maintaining a controlled but gentle attitude in the treatment of those who are spiritually ignorant and stubborn. Any idea of self-importance, impatience, and resentment had no part in priestly ministry. The gentleness of the priest came from realizing their own human frailty. They were reminded of their own sin and desperate need for God every time they offered sacrifices for their own sins as well as others. They could not decide to be a priest or be promoted by someone else. They had to be chosen. Verse 5 showcases the lengths that Jesus went through to affirm his humanity and connect with us. Because Christ was fully God, he could have declared anything or commanded anything, and all of the reality would have submitted to his demand in an instant. But no, Jesus set his role of God to the side so he could experience life like we do and truly live for us. Verse 5 says this, That is why Christ did not honor himself by assuming he could become high priest. No, he was chosen by God who said to him, You are my son, today I have become your father. And in another passage God said to him, You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. That is so incredibly inspiring and such an amazing display of humility. Jesus did not honor himself. He didn't assume any position even though he was absolutely entitled to it. He relied on God to guide, direct, and call him to his purpose, just as we do. It's in this way we can recognize Christ knows what we are going through. He understands our struggles and frustration. Our Savior relates to us in a way that is both profound and beautiful. It's one of those points in connection. Whenever we're struggling with something, it always helps to talk with someone who has gone through a similar thing. It helps us to know we're not alone, that others have overcome or survived the difficulties of life. And what I hope you really grasp is that when you pray to Jesus, you pray to a God that has gone through very similar things, that connects with you on a very personal level. But unlike a friend who can only validate our feelings, Jesus can elevate our circumstances and has the power to change our lives. That is the Savior we know, we love, and we serve. He chose to live for us and die for us. And because of that, He identifies with us and forever changes us. Now, because Hebrews is speaking to a Jewish audience, he says Jesus is a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. And for some of you, you may be wondering, what on earth does that mean? It seems so random. Some quick background. Melchizedek is a high priest that Abraham met, recognized his godly position, and gave tithes and offerings to and was blessed by him. We don't know a lot about this figure, but what we do know is that he was established before the time of Moses. He was outside the traditional Levitical priesthood recognized by the Jews, and his priesthood was established by God rather than by a man like Moses or through his family ties. So the author of Hebrews is using the Bible to show that just as Abraham recognized Melchizedek as a godly appointed high priest, so we recognize Jesus as the ultimate high priest who was appointed by God directly. What I pray is that you would see Jesus in a new light in these next verses. Because I believe if you would open your eyes and heart to really grasp it, it will deepen your faith, love, and understanding of who Christ is. It is such an inspiring and awesome look 
at the humanity of Jesus, his vulnerability, his connection with us. Personally, it reminds me how deeply Christ knows and understands my pain, sorrows, and frustration. Those moments where Jesus allowed himself to be powerless or rather withhold the use of his own power and submit fully to God, it's inspiring because we know that Jesus looks at us in our most difficult moments and says, believe me, I understand and I am with you. That as we practice our acts of obedience and sacrifice, that Christ has experienced the exact same things. It allows Jesus to be so more personal to us. It creates yet another bridge, another connection to God, where we can recognize he's not some faraway entity, but he is a dear friend that loves us and walks faithfully with us. Verses 7 through 9. While Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. Even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. In this way, God qualified him as a perfect high priest, and he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. In the Garden of Gethsemane, before his painful death on the cross, Jesus agonized and cried, but he didn't rescue himself. He committed himself fully to do the Father's will. Even though it meant pain, suffering, and shame, what hurt Christ the most was anticipating bearing the burden of judgment for sin, the fury and wrath that would be poured out upon him as he took all of our sin on himself. Jesus, the one who dedicated every moment of his life to being perfect and holy, would now take the consequences of all of our sins out of his deep and profound love for us. God could hear his son when he cried out from the agony of the fury of the wrath being poured out upon him, and he heard Jesus when he asked to be saved from remaining in death, to be resurrected. It's important to note that while Jesus was obedient, Christ did not need to suffer in order to conquer or correct any disobedience. He humbled himself to learn. Jesus learned obedience for the same reason he bore temptation, to confirm his humanity and experience sufferings to the fullest. Christ's obedience was also necessary so that he could fulfill all righteousness and be the perfect sacrifice to take the place of our sin. Jesus is the perfectly righteous one. And because of this, his righteousness can be credited and offered to sinners like you and me. Because he lived for us and died for us, he can save us, redeem us, and restore us. His love for you is so deep and profound, and I pray that you would explore it fully today. And from that place, you would live for Christ in a way that glorifies Jesus and honors him. There's an old song I used to sing when I was a kid in church that feels like an appropriate way to close out the show. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives. Thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage you to read Hebrews chapter 5 on your own. Spend some time in prayer and reflection. You can also check out honestlyradio.com to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. There you can find all the podcast apps we're on where you can download the show for free. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily in prayer, in your Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. 
allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.